This is the Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook at the Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Real issues, real talk. All right, all right. Here we are. Kenan. Yes. Where have you been? I've been. Uh, I've been around, Ezra. I've been, I've been around. You have, just haven't seen me. You know, people have been asking what happened ah. to you. <laughs> people have been asking me the same thing about you. <laughs> Can we clarify now? <laughs> Put everything to bed. All right. I, th- I think where we have been is going to reflect in our podcast. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that's, yeah. Uh, but also, in all honesty, you know, I was also giving you time for your team to catch up. So now that you've <laughs> come <in> closer, <laughs> it's time for and us uh, to get back. I, I had to retire from, you know, I had to, we had to, it was a bit of a tough time, man. So, you know, but we are there, up there, we are closed. And you know, there's a prophet that said, <laughs> it's a false prophet. <laughs> yes, but he said, United is going to win the title. Okay. But where, how have you been? Where have you I been? I have been well. Yes. Um, taking time to think, process. This year I've done some good, you know, I'm excited. Actually, I'm glad that we're back. Viewers, listeners, I'm glad that we're back. You know, we've been joking and talking about things. Yeah. But this year, it's, it's, it's been more, for me, intentional to just to work on certain things. Right. right? right. My physical, my mental health my well-being and i can tell you i had a physical checkup this year yes so yes. Why, 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 why do i feel like you're pointing fingers because <laughs> because 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 this has been a yeah. journey you know we've talked about it especially um i have mine scheduled you have mine I have scheduled. My, i have scheduled i think it's, it's around uh mid-march okay scheduled so yes Again, it's about taking care of ourselves, mm-hmm. taking care of us first, mm-hmm. and begins. I think the first the, it's been two years, bro. We have been trying talking about the physical, so it's. I think it's important. I think in the context of what we are talking about today, taking care of ourselves and the first steps for at least, at least for me, and I don't know for you too, was mm-hmm. scheduling that physical. No, no, yeah. you know, honestly, it's important for us to be able to preach. Is that uh, how does the saying go? Practice what you preach. Practice what you practice preach, what you preach yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but anyways, it's it's good to be back. Um, we we are, we are starting we are starting slowly as we get back into this. We are going to be doing some uh, amazing series. Uh, I'm excited about. We have one on difficult conversations. On difficult conversations. You know that yes. that's going to be loading up here Probably. a couple of weeks coming Probably up yes. soon. Seven part series. Or uh, something yeah, like you know, that. yeah. Deep uh, deep stuff is right? man. Deep. We we went for research. <laughs> <laughs> to do research. Why, why are we laughing like we did it? We actually did. We did, right? <laughs> actually, uh, I, I, I could have shown the members the book. Actually, I think I, I think I have the book. Go here. ahead, go ahead. Yeah, be, go you ahead. know, there's a book that I'm recommending. Yeah. So uh, we've been we've been talking about difficult conversations and how how they impact, uh, kind of how we do our day to day stuff. And yeah, what's the book title? What's the book title, Ezra? 
Yeah, man. This is the book. This is the book, viewers. This is the book, man. We've been reading this book, Difficult Conversations, How to, how to Discuss Matters That, uh, What Matters Most. Now, now you know, I, I'm realizing it's so hard even to discuss, even after you've read. Yeah. But this is a topic that we've, these, these authors have done an amazing job, an amazing job about, you know, uh, the importance of difficult conversations and having those conversations. I'm still struggling in that journey. And the reason I picked up this book is because I want to get better. And even still, I start realizing the more I read it, that there's something deeper that I need to work on. My whole being, my environment, where I came from, all these things. How can we hold those difficult conversations? So I'm excited about that series, man. I'm yeah, really excited yeah, yeah. about that series. I think one one of the main things I think that I've, I've been getting from that book is di- having allowing ourselves to have difficult conversations mm-hmm. mends a lot of relationships. Uh-huh. Many relationships, relationships have been broken because, you know, we don't take the first step of addressing the elephant in the room. So, Paul, man, Paul, Paul, I still Paul. have so many elephants in the room. <laughs> yeah, I, I really yeah, do. Yeah, I really do. Like, there's honestly. so many things that I'm struggling with that I need to discuss with many people. Mm. But the assumptions, and the, the author talks about assumptions, talks about so many things that I think will help myself yourself yeah. or believe in anybody else who listen so you don't want to miss Ezra, that series. I, I, allow me to say something that you know i mean i think once <clears throat> when we are getting back to kind of doing our research mm. you and i were in that zone where we had difficult conversations with each oh, other oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you it was uncomfortable <laughs> Honest, now we are not we, this is serious actually on a serious note like yeah, you know don't, after don't, we, don't say the details, don't say the details but, yeah. but yeah we had to have some <laughs> difficult conversation yeah. about <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we should we should uh, we should reference the reference that I think as our you know we we set up the time mm-hmm. and as I was bef- as the time kept coming as I didn't I've never told you about but I, I kept ruminating okay what how is this going to what is that what how am I going to say this what is Ezra how is he going to yeah, take this exactly so yeah it was I think that was real it was a good it was a good conversation <laughs> actually it's because of that conversation that we are back on air today yeah it's true. you know we yeah. sat down we talked we asked us and it's not like we had a beef people might think that no oh, no no beef hey, that no we're beef, not talking yeah, yeah. we have, was, we have uh, a little beef about Asna money but, yeah, yeah. but, but, but we but, did not have it we, we didn't have beef yeah but I'm vegetarian. And you know, anyway, <laughs> so it was reflection. I think it, it was, was a good reflection yeah. about just reflecting about who we are, mm-hmm. what we've done together, what we need to keep doing, where we struggle, yeah. what are yeah. the things that make us not go to the next level, yeah. and really needed well, us to, to look at us. You know, you know. Uh, I know it was hard. Well, kind of like even me. Can I tell you something? <laughs> yeah, we were asking <laughs> each other. <laughs> like I'm not gonna say so, no, but yeah, so yes. yeah. That getting to that point where I can ask. I can tell you something that's uh, bothering me or bothering you, and I see it in you, and I'm trying to help you or trying to help me. That it was, it was beautiful. Do, do, do you know what I've learned in that journey? Is difficult conversations are even more difficult at home, right? Yeah. And 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 it is it is in those spaces where I Ezra need to work a lot really, really need to work a lot. Because A, you're likely to take for granted, and I do, I've done that. I've seen people, close friends, families, you know. So, uh, how do we create that environment on a daily basis you and i we, we we can talk about that conversation but we might not have that such a conversation again maybe until who knows when because we're not sure. in each yeah. other's space and yeah. place constantly and things like those. so all these to say there is yeah. there is a, a series on difficult conversations that yeah. that's coming I, I, up. I know someone will be proud of us man oh yeah <laughs> I, I can tell who yeah. they'll be proud so of yeah, us. It, was, it was beautiful yeah it was beautiful and yeah. i think it 
with having those talks, I think helped us to kind of move to the next level. Yeah. And also it translate this to other relationships as well. Yeah. So so let, let's jump let's jump into our conversation today. Our conversation today is something similar to that that kind of conversation. And I think we're going to be building on these. We'll see how it goes. But um one thing you know we we about our podcast viewers need to know we are very freestyle at times. Yeah, we right, love yeah, the freestyle. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, uh, uh if 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 you feel like we're going this way that way is because that's who we are stay and that, with us. that's Just part stay of the difficult us. conversation we're having how do we stay you know stay with us, yeah. but but today's topic we're talking about self grace yeah you know at first i was so excited i thought that we have coined a term <laughs> <laughs> I was about to tell people sight as this word is not there <laughs> but upon doing research we realized we are too late for it. Yeah. Self self grace. Self grace. I mean Kenan when we just started even thinking about what to talk about what 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 came to mind when you say self grace? Like what were you thinking when we talk about self grace? I was uh, and I was thinking about those times where I have I've I've been hard very hard on myself. Mhm. You know those times where I I made mistakes, which is okay to make mistakes. I will get into that into the podcast. But then I was so hard on myself, like, why did I do that? Why you should you should know better? Why did you do that? You know, so mm-hmm. not allowing myself to forgive myself for those mistakes that I've done. So I think that's where my grace went. And I think if you if you quote the Bible, I think you'll give, you'll give the viewers the verse. <laughs> I think it says that um, where sin abounds more. Where love abounds, yeah. So, no, no. We, Where we sin abounds, grace abounds. Grace abounds. More. Yeah, yeah. So, I and I think taking that is when when I make those mistakes, mm-hmm. I think the grace of God is there, mm-hmm. shower me, covering me. Mm-hmm. But I don't translate that to myself. I don't mm-hmm. forgive. And I'm too hard on myself. And that's where that when I when you talked about that time, that's where I went. It, it's interesting that we talk about forgiveness in context of the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the other person who wronged me. The other person that I need to forgive, the other person. But rarely do at least myself sit down and think, do I need to forgive myself? Are there things that I'm being too hard on myself, or have I been? And so for me, the reason this topic, at least for me, at least what 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 really brought me to this is, I was I was you know talking about getting you know getting better and taking care of ourselves. I'm having a conversation with with a professional, and the professional asked me, you know, in a in the series of these conversations, he said, Ezra, where I can't frame how they asked me, but it was to the extent of. Where do you give yourself grace and compassion? Mm-hmm. What is the space of compassion in this whole conversation that we have had? And I realized that I, I have, I don't think I've ever given myself compassion. Like I, I don't know if I've ever given myself the grace that I give other people when they do wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have given myself the grace of, 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 of. You know the judgment that sometimes I'm I'm trying to justify. Oh, so and so did that, but maybe they didn't take their medication. But maybe they didn't do. I, I'm I'm always willing to look for that space and that place for others. But have I really given myself that grace that I need? Mm-hmm. And realizing that it was like poof, an eye opener for me is like yo, right? I need to give myself grace. Because I think it it is it is uncommon for us to go deep into that space where 
we we ourselves where we are we live because mm-hmm. there's a there's a place where you know we live in other people's life other people's life but there's a place where we are in ourselves mm-hmm. so getting to that place where i can be in touch with myself and know that i need to not focus on what i'm giving others but what i'm giving myself mm-hmm. i think self grace is that thing where we don't necessarily give ourselves mm-hmm. that much and we don't even realize some okay, i can say it we don't even realize that we as we are, we are supposed to give ourselves that grace because mm-hmm. we're not in touch with ourselves so i think it 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 yep how do you get to that point where you know okay i am i can go into that deep place and give myself that grace that's not a question for you to answer but i think that's just what i'm thinking in my head yeah you know i think for the sake of the viewers let's define self grace sure like let's let's get into the definition when we're talking about self grace what are we talking about now there's a definition here online and i don't know who's the author here uh let me let me try to get their name the, uh this article is written by rebecca ruiz and i think she does a, an amazing job of just capturing and defining these it says give yourself grace mm. says what this means is giving yourself permission it is permission to forgive your mistakes mm. lapses in judgment and hurtful behavior because no one is perfect so self grace is the permission you give yourself to forgive yourself for the mistakes that you have made for the lapses in judgment that you have had of course when you're sober and sound yeah right yeah, for the lapses right. in judgment that you have made and hurtful behavior because no one is perfect yeah okay that brings a perfectionism you know conversation or talk yeah okay exactly okay. yeah yep yep <clears throat> So that is the definition of self grace. It's giving yourself really what that word means grace. Forgiving yourself. Giving yourself permission to forgive yourself for mistakes you've made. So Ezra, let me throw a caveat here. Is so is is giving yourself grace an excuse to 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 make mistakes? No. No, actually, I, I thought of that because it's lapses in judgment and hurtful behavior. That hurtful behavior can be to you or to other, to people. other people. So if if you give yourself grace when you're hurting other people, I I, I think there's a boundary there's a that boundary, has yeah. to be drawn right, with that, right? right? right. But, but but also dwelling on the hurtful hurtful behavior or the or the or the unforgiveness for a long time. What does mm. it do? What implication does it have mm-hmm. to you too? Yeah. One thing I can point out that the effects of not giving yourself i think um there's some instances where i haven't forgiven myself for mistakes that i've done and i think dwell like you say dwelling on that uh d- being in that space for a long time i think it it affected my self esteem mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i was not I, w- i i looked at myself as a failure mm-hmm. and i couldn't take on tasks that mm-hmm. i needed to take because i hadn't given myself that space or that room mm-hmm. to say okay i made a mistake mm-hmm. so even being approached to do something do a task my self esteem was okay i cannot do this mm-hmm. so that affected i think one instance what it affected my self esteem okay. staying in that space for a long time what it, what uh, about you is is there what i mean what what would you think would be um i think w- when we talk about giving ourselves self grace i think that it is something that i was i have never thought of mm. but at the same time never taught 
You know, I've been taught that you don't do these, you don't do these, you don't do these, you yeah. don't do these, you do that, you do these, you do that. But I have never been taught that it is okay when you fail, just rebound, mm. mm-hmm. get up, and do better. So because it is almost like you only have one chance, there is never that chance of processing the mistakes that I have made because I wasn't even supposed to make them to begin to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. So because that's how I've grown, mm-hmm. I think I have more experiences of never giving myself a second chance, never really uh, 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 um, allowing myself to be me um comparing myself with other people yeah. um and um yeah i mean you have relationships that are, are not you know maybe not as as tight as they used to be and sometimes you feel like it was my fault that that relationship ended yeah yeah, yeah. but sometimes you think that was it really my fault mm-hmm. um, okay i played a role into it so then i need to apologize for that Maybe I need to, am I still feeling bad for what I did then? Yes. Do I need to? Yes, I need to. I need to get over it. I need to process it. I need to do better. I need to learn better. But should I dwell in that? Yeah. yeah. And at what point do you actually move from that? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I can think of straight examples, but... but no, but I think that what you, you say a good point that, you know, you we... I think if people know about our, our up, upbringing mm-hmm. where we grew up, but I think that um, the concept of you have to do it and the concept of you have to do it and when you do it, you do it right. right. Mm-hmm. And growing up with that, growing up with that, you you come into a space where if you have, if it's a relationship or if it's a, a task you're given, there's not. We don't have. We didn't have wiggle room to 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 make mistakes. And honestly. Until I came to the to to these countries, when I realized that okay, um, yeah, you can make mistakes or you can be wrong on something, but still, you've given an opportunity to 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 ex- second chances. Ex- yeah, second chances. You're given an opportunity to to re to redo it, and even if you fail at the next time, it is okay. You do it again, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that that kind of opened up um, my mind into saying, okay, uh, yeah, I can say I'm I forgive myself for that. But yeah, I can have I have a redo, I have a do over for, for some of the things. And and there are things in life which you may not have with a second chance. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think there's room and space and place for second chances and for, for, for letting go and forgiving yourself. Let me take mm-hmm. let me use this example. If you go to a setting, it is okay for a young child who is just starting to walk or starting to run, who's crawling. You're in a funeral, you're in a gathering, you are in a church setting you are in a you know the moment you put that child down they don't know the environment they are in the first thing they know is just to crawl to walk to eat whatever they find is that right no Mm -hmm. but because we understand the age and the stage they are we give them the room for them to make those quote unquote mistakes because why are you eating things they're not supposed to eat that's a mistake why are you crawling and yelling in, in a congregation, in a church setting? We're here. The child does not understand that. So you cannot punish that child for that. Right, right, right. You give them 
the chance for the child to be the child and make those mis- quote-unquote adult, we will see those as mistakes. But as when you see an 11-year-old kid crawling, yeah, then it's like, what are you doing? You know, that phase passed. Now we're expecting different, you know, phases of you two. So there is each phase, there's a phase where teenagers will make certain mistakes. Are they mistakes? They are mistakes. Do they need to be corrected? They need to be corrected. But it is okay for them to make those mistakes in that era of their life. Mm-hmm. That is the phase that they are acceptable. They are allowed to make those mistakes as long as they're not detrimental. Yeah. When you start dating, you might date the wrong person here, there, right? You you might you might find yourself I mean, if you follow the principles and you relate, you know, relationships and parental guidance and God and whatnot, yes, you might find that Mr. Right, Miss Right, right away. But in the phase of dating and searching and understanding, are you going to make mistakes? You are going to make mistakes. But those mistakes, are you allowed to make them when you're married? You know, you see what I mean? Yeah. So there is yeah. phases of making mis- mistakes. Do we allow for those mistakes to be made in those right phases? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think just to add on that, I think, yeah, that's it, it's interesting because when a child crawls when she, when they're when they're a year and a half, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a look. It's it's Normal. almost natural it's for them to do that. But then when when an eleven year old crawls when they're supposed to be walking, you look at it now. Is it a choice? Yeah. So the choices we make in life sometimes are. We 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 are, we are, at some point we are not even allowed to have self grace. <laughs> There's choices in uh, choices we make in life that do not. Yeah. Then they can uh, they're not equal. They're not you cannot give give yourself grace. You can ask for forgiveness and repent or whatever it is yeah. or do your time in jail. Yes. For the choices you make. Second point I wanted to say is that. Um, can I ask a question yeah. before you move on? Even the person who commits a mistake and goes before the judge. And they, look, they, 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 they see the person, they know their history, they look at their records, and they see this person as a clean record. Right. Versus someone else yeah, with the yeah, same, same a, record. A, a longer rapture, yeah, for sure. So wh- what does even the judge do? What do you expect? If it, what does even the lawyer plead for at that point? Not, really don't know. Not, they, they, there's not even enough room for them, for the lawyer to even plead. But if someone has a first mistake or first choice, I call yeah. them choices, the judge has more leniency. Leniency. Because they to give them grace. They grace. say they, benefit yes. of doubt. Benef- yeah. There's yeah. a benefit of it doubt. Was, yeah. But why do we do it to that when we see that record? But we can do that to ourselves. Yeah. Maybe my, maybe your, <laughs> our, our rap sheets are longer. <laughs> <laughs> because when your rap sheet is longer, <laughs> you're looking at it like, <laughs> right. even me, I, I cannot. <laughs> I, uh, even if I want to be gracious I to can, myself, can't I be cannot. <laughs> it's true. I think, I think Ezra, it's important because if I, I think there's a come to, there comes to a point where a mistake becomes a habit. Yeah. And when it's a habit, you, then there's a problem you have, there. you've gone far away from self grace mm-hmm. because you've done it. Yeah. If it's the first time, it's easier for you to, it's easier for you to go to the self grace option because yeah. it's kind of the. I think that it's practically yeah, it's true. Yeah. But if it's a habit, if if you're if you if you choose Arsenal season in season out <laughs> season in season. <laughs> <laughs> and they fail you all the time. It's hard for you to give yourself grace. Yeah. Uh, in that context, too, it's also if if you if someone chooses to, uh, to to adopt a bad a bad habit, you know, and the first time they do it, uh, and they, they they get caught or they caught, catch themselves, it's easier for them to say, okay, I can, you know, I can change this. But then over time, it's hard. It's you go away further from the from the self grace. Uh, 
<laughs> I, I, I cut you. You had a second point, actually. No, the second me. point I was, was going to say is that uh, when we're talking about allowing ourselves to make those mistakes, I tend to think that making mistakes allows us to grow. Okay. And and the reverse is true. Mm-hmm. The opposite is true. If you if you don't grow from your mistakes, then there's a problem. There's a problem there. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what how that translates to self grace. <laughs> no, no, I hear your it point. Correlates, I hear yeah. your point. I think l- let's be clear to the audience here. We are not saying that go making mistakes. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah We're not yeah. saying that if you made mistakes, you should be forgiven and not be held accountable. We are not excusing bad behavior and habits and character. What we are saying is that there is room. Practice giving yourself grace where it's merited where it's genuinely and honestly merited. Forgive yourselves for mistakes that you made when you were a child. Forgive yourself. People might forgive you, but if you don't forgive yourself, mm-hmm. there is nothing anybody else can do. Yeah. You know. Um you why is it let me ask this question to you, Kenan. Why is it easier? Why is it important for you to have self grace? And I ask that because let, let me let me maybe expound that question. When you s- versus when other people give you grace, mm-hmm. like you know, if if you say these people are judgmental, so I'm gonna cut. Why is it why is it important for you yourself to give yourself that grace? Uh, personally, I think giving myself grace, uh, like I said before, allows me to first of all to grow mm-hmm. and learn. And I think giving myself grace helps me to mend relationships that have relationship. I'm doing that intentionally. That relationships that may not have worked mm-hmm. because I wasn't gracious to myself. Mm-hmm. Again, giving myself grace, self, giving myself grace allows me to to and I improve. It just improves on improve on things that I do, and I take I, I procrastinate a lot. Mm-hmm. And no comments. <laughs> I'm giving you grace, man. <laughs> I procrastinate a lot, and I think um, when I and this, I, I, I'm, t- I'm saying this because this is kind of the opposite of what needs to happen. I procrastinate a lot, and I give myself grace for procrastinating. Mm-hmm. And what does that do? You know what I mean? That kind of builds that habit. Builds the habit, mm-hmm. right? So, give myself grace, kind of enforce, reinforces those positive things that I need to do. Mm-hmm. That will help me kind of create a balance in life, prosper, and make relationships work. Okay, that's personally that's what I that's what I would say. I agree with you. What I'll add in that is that when you, other people give you grace, or you give other people grace, or or even let's say you don't give them, because mm-hmm. the definition is like permission to forgive your mistakes, yeah, or lapses in judgment. I can control when you you are judging me. I can choose not to be around you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not around you, then I have put a wall, boundaries, healthy boundaries for me to deal with that element. But when I don't forgive myself and I become so harsh and judgmental to myself, I cannot pluck myself from that environment and yeah. that reality. So what that means is that this is who I am. 
I'm sad. I'm carrying a burden. I am constantly harsh on myself. I am constantly looking down upon myself because I cannot put a wall and boundary. Like if it was other people that I can say that person judges me, let me just cut them off and let me do that because I am the environment Mm -hmm. and this is the environment that I have created. So imagine how many of us, that's how we're living. It's not something somebody wronged us. It's not something that somebody judged us. It's not something a behavior that somebody else does. It is a behavior about myself that I don't like. And I'm living with it. And I'm not forgiving myself. And I'm not working to get out of it. And what kind of life is that? Ezra, let's take a break. (laughs) Self-grace. So as we say, listeners, we want to process. We want to process. And uh, we're talking about self-grace here. Please think, think through. What is it that you need grace in? for yourself have you ever paused to think why you do what you do mm-hmm. why you're mad at people why you're bitter at some things why you maybe it's things in yourself that you have not addressed that you need yeah. to address when we come back we'll start talking about tips and practices yep. or things we can reasons do. why we need self-grace uh-huh. all right this is the amazing truth podcast the amazing truth podcast Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook at The Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Real issues, real talk. This is The Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook at The Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Real issues, real talk. Say it differently. We are talking about self-forgiveness, uh, being giving yourself permission to forgive yourself for things that you have done. 
I, I like a quote here by uh, there's an academy called Clear Fork Academy or something like that. Clear Fork Academy, and, and it says this: self grace or self compassion does not provide quick fixes to the substance use disorder or any behavioral problem. As we are having this conversation, it doesn't mean that because you're forgiving yourself, then you know you're going to rebound from these things. But it's a step in the right direction. He says. What self-compassion can do is lead us down the path of active self-forgiveness. Uh, it says that we understand that self-forgiveness does not mean accepting inappropriate behavior or agreeing with others who invalidate our feelings or experience. Instead, self-forgiveness invo- in- involves progressive compassion, understanding of how our flawed thinking, feelings, and behaviors contribute to a history of poor health and suffering. So, it is a self-awareness tool. Maybe I'm suffering from this because I have really never forgiven myself. Maybe I'm suffering from this because I have never been compassionate to myself. Maybe I'm suffering from this. Now that you're aware of that, start putting in the work that you need to put in. It could be getting mental health help it could be praying more it could be you know all that jazz so uh we we are not condoning behavior bad behavior but we are saying it is a good step to start realizing and creating that awareness so kenan how can we practice this thing that we're talking about uh first of all have you ever taken time to even process areas that you need. <laughs> no, I, I I think consciously I haven't. I don't think I have. But I think I'm cautious in those situations where I've said um, uh, I deserve grace. Um, uh, I think no, not not intentionally. So I think I haven't intentionally dug deep and said, yeah, I, I deserve this. And I think that brings me to the first point. I think we we need to tell ourselves that we deserve grace and to tell ourselves i think when we are searching for that this is said uh, something about uh, saying no to negative self mm-hmm. i think we need to reach deep down and say uh, i deserve to be happy i deserve to take care of myself mm-hmm. i think that's one thing that i need to think, consciously say so that i can dig deep into self grace so i think one thing i'm hearing is creating time yeah the first process is creating time being able to create time to say i really want to have this time where it's just me thinking processing processing my feelings processing my emotions processing my thoughts putting them down and if you don't pro- if if you're not if you're not going to create time to process and you might not even be aware that you need to forgive yourself or something yeah. so i think being intentional to create space that could be seeing a profession helping process through those things that could be you journaling at the end of the day right and that could be you just sitting quietly and you know, creating 15 minutes out of your busy day just to sit still and shut down all the electronics and what not just to pause well, one thing I do uh, and I, I, I try to do it myself and I do it with my kids is uh, self affirmations Mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> i practically tell them to stand in front of the mirror and say i am strong i'm beautiful i can do this i can face this day you do that yeah no, i do I'm, 
<laughs> I'm just imagining you in front of the mirror. <laughs> that's right. That's self. I think saying no to negative self. Exactly. I think that's. <laughs> I had to throw in some comedy there. <laughs> But I do. I do. I. I. Okay. I, I. We know when we brush our teeth in the morning. I tell them, you know, we are going to school. You're starting the day. You can do this. You can face whatever is thro- it's thrown at you. You'll come back. You're strong. You're beautiful. So I think that kind of gives me time to kind of deep, dig deep in self process. So self affirmations. I think that's a good one. Self affirmations. So create yeah. time. Number one. Mm-hmm. Self affirmations. I think for me, what has also worked is in moments where I've done these is scriptures. I am wonderfully and fearfully yeah, yeah. created or made. Like. Just knowing I don't need somebody else to tell me I'm I'm wonderful, I'm yeah. fearfully created, I'm beautiful, I'm handsome, you know. Just just being able to remind myself that I am I am that, you know. I don't need to be six foot tall and you know what I don't need to be in the standards of and I think for me the scriptures, there are verses that mm-hmm. go to that I that I, I think that one just comes to mind yeah. to me. Like I'm wonderfully and fearfully created and made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. That, that's it. I am a child of God, you know. I I I am you know, I can do these through Christ who strengthens me, Amen, yeah. right? I can do these all these through Christ who strengthens me. I'm here for a purpose and a reason and a season. I'm not just here because somebody decided I need to be here. Mm-hmm. You know. There is an intention so those verses, the sounds for me have been a good place just to affirm myself yeah, yeah you know wow yeah beautiful do you do that in front of the mirror no <laughs> no i don't do that <laughs> surprisingly i do that mostly when i am down but i wish i can do that more often like yeah. i don't need to be down to because that's yeah, that's yeah. a crisis mode that's when i start doing that and i know is don't don't take don't take away the importance of doing that when you're down okay because when you're down it's easier for you to go back to that it's easier for people to go back to the those things that unhealthy, are unhealthy coping mechanisms right so no that i think i think when we are down is when we need to kind of dip down dig deep when we are good Ezra, it's hard for us to kind of but we need to cultivate exactly. that yeah that's what we need to cultivate but it's important for us when you're down i think when you are vulnerable when you are the lowest it's always easy the, fa- the the thing that will give you gratification fast is what we tend to go for mm-hmm. so i think it's important to to do that Um one thing I also do uh, and I think it's or tell myself is you know I'm I'm doing the best I can. I'm not I'm not perfect at that, not perfect, but I'm mm-hmm. perfect in the sense that I'm not doing it right at that point, mm-hmm. but I'm doing the best I can. Okay. You know, sometimes as as a parent I I I tend to feel that I'm not a great parent. Uh there's instances where I you know I I would say things or to my kids and I'm like okay that reflects negatively on me as a parent or when i don't provide some of the things that you know they need i tend to think myself to think to myself that i'm not a great parent mm-hmm. but i think um there's a reason why i i need to tell myself that there's a reason why um they i won't give them that because they probably don't need it okay but that doesn't reflect on me as a as a bad parent i'm doing the best i can i've raised them to where they are oh god has helped me raise them to where they are and i'm doing the best i can so giving myself grace when i'm parenting is is one thing that i need to constantly intentionally tell myself i think piggyback uh, going off what you've said um 
I think there are moments where I found myself telling myself, I know they are not happy. I know they don't feel this. I know they don't do that. But I deep down my heart, I know I did my best. Because mm-hmm. my best might not be accepted, might not be embraced, might not be celebrated. But deep down, I did my best. Because many a times when you don't get that affirmation from people, you think that you didn't do it well. Yeah, yeah. You didn't think yeah. that you did that, you know. So coming back to the point and saying, no, 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 no. I know they are not happy. But to be honest, that's the best that I knew to do. And I did it. So, yeah. yes, can I grow? Yes. Can mm-hmm. I create room? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't go feeling bad. L- let me use this example. Somebody asks you for money. Maybe they ask you for $100. And you give them $50. And they're disappointed. Then you leave there feeling like, Man, I should have given more. And I cool off. You're feeling bad, but even what you've done, you've helped the person yeah. to the extent that you could, but you're still leaving there feeling like you, you know. So just being able to realize that if that's all I had, that's yeah. all I had. Yeah. I f- do I feel bad that you still are $50 short? Yes, I do. Can I help you? No, I can't. It's beyond yeah. my help. Right. I'm not there to, I'm, I'm not able to help you. If I had, would I have helped you? Probably, yes, I could have helped you. Mm-hmm. But, but even if you're disappointed that I call it now, this is the best that I could bring to the table. Yeah. So and maybe, maybe that, that, that other person may, may already sees it as a big help. Yes. They may, they they may, may or may not see it, it. as yeah, a big help. Big yeah. help. So being able to just be content. So let me ask you, are we, so are we allowed to make mistakes? Uh, we, we are. We are allowed. We should. We should be allowed to make mistakes. What if it's something that you absolutely cannot? There's some mistakes that are costly. It yeah. doesn't mean when you make mistakes, they're not going to cost you. But what if it's something that you, nobody in this world will ever make a mistake in that thing, but you may yet make a mistake in it. But that's why you got to come back and say you're yourself. Mm. You got to come back and say, I'm me. Maybe that's why you are created to make that mistake. Versus <laughs> <laughs> other people. Versus okay. other people. Because there's a reason and a season behind that. All I'm saying is, I I, I am I think, because they, they, there's no one who's perfect. Right. The pressure then becomes extremely too much for us to be perfect. Can you handle that pressure? But but do, do, do you see it being very um, difficult for that person to, to kind of get gives give themselves grace when 10 people that have come before you haven't made a mistake in that specific thing or that specific aspect of life but yet you came and you made a mistake how do you tell that person that self grace is important knowing he, by history many nobody people have come has nobody that. else has done that mistake again how, that, how yeah you, how would you talk to someone in that it's space? hard i don't know how to talk to that person but that's what we're having this conversation. I hope that that person could be strong enough to go back and say, was I honest? Was it real? Was it the best that I could give? Does it look back in the eye, bad in the eyes of most of people? Yes, it does. But still, this is, this is me. Be comfortable in their skin. This is me. You know, it's not... What if it was beyond your control and you're the first one to make that mistake? Then what? Even if you're hard on yourself, then what do you change? You can't, yeah, yeah. That's true, yeah. So yeah. I think, uh, l- let me put it this way. If God created us as perfect as he was, give us room to make choices and some of them are going to be mistakes. 
who are we not to give other people and ourselves room to make mistakes yeah now did god want us to make mistakes no they didn't know there's going to be consequences yes were they going to be painful yes but he still gave us room Ezra, um did god create perfect beings that's that's not a deep <laughs> good question did god create perfect beings yes you can't say they were imperfect they were perfect but he gave them a choice so yes but and yet we are saying here no one is perfect because after after that then we became imperfect beings after right. sin so is our quest perfectionism eventually ideally that's what we ought and we need to be can we be perfect in this state by ourselves can we i don't think so so then why are we um talking about self grace yet we cannot be perfect why are we talking about self grace yeah because self grace kind of says um you cannot be perfect mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but yet but 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 again who defines perfection if you can go back in how god created us as then pa- it's pa- only him who can help us to get to that level of perfection but if we're talking human terms who defines perfection right what standards do we create who cre- so do, if i want to live by your standards of perfection man i'm not you right and yeah. vice versa yeah so it is giving yourself grace to say i am not canon i am ezra and this is the best that i'm bringing to the table as long as it's the best that you're bringing to the table the best yeah you're doing the best you can yeah I, I don't know good I don't I don't claim to have all the answers and I don't think I have the answers we're processing this this together but maybe maybe the next series we should talk about perfectionism. Mm-hmm. We should talk about the what it is if it's good if good, it's healthy exactly. is it if it's, is it attainable mm-hmm. is know? it achievable who sets the standards Who's, we can yeah. talk about that. Yeah. But coming back to self grace what we are agreeing today is mm-hmm. and just give yourself grace because you we deserve i deserve i do love i deserve compassion i deserve growth i deserve all these things and all those things come when i give myself grace exactly. you yeah. cannot receive it from only other people without you giving it to yourself mm-hmm. you know i cannot be the employee my boss expects me to be should i do my job yes i should yeah but if my boss is expecting me to be there 24/7 i cannot give that so then do i feel bad for that so being realistic and saying that i have things that i'm still carrying in my life these things perhaps have nothing to do with what everybody else did mm-hmm. it is just decisions that i've made myself that are poor that i need to forgive myself it is judgments that i've made that were not the best mm-hmm. that i need to forgive myself it is it is those things that i need to forgive myself but once i'm aware of what those things are then put mechanisms in place to address that i don't find myself there again yeah. Yeah. in the future yeah i think then it goes to you know uh, self pity you know you pity yourself and you cry and you, you you're staying in that 
victim stance. You're mm-hmm. just there. You're crying for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yet, uh, cutting yourself off from self-pity and giving yourself grace allows you to, I mean, grow. For, for just for instance, and telling yourself that I, I deserve I deserve all the best things and I'm doing the best I could. Is there I a place can. for self-pity though? I think there's a space for self-pity too. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're. I would say, I'm, I'll just speak for myself. I think I'm allowed self pity, mm-hmm. but not to dwindle and stay. Not in until it when it starts messing yes, up with yeah, your it affects every other aspect mm-hmm. of your life. That okay. your self pity, mm-hmm. and you want pity from everybody else. Yeah, and you translate that from not you, but everybody around you. Then I think that becomes toxic. toxic. But we're allowed that self pity. You know. Yeah. I feel bad for myself that I didn't get what I needed. Yes. I mean, yeah. yeah I, and then, you know, spring up from that and say, okay, now I'm going to get what, what I am I going to do to yeah. get there? Right. 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 So there's, there's times where we are allowed a season of self-pity, but it's not, shouldn't be, shouldn't affect other aspects of your life. But Listeners, uh, viewers, as we start wrapping this down, um, what is it that you need to forgive yourself? What are the judgments, decisions in the past you've made that are still haunting you, that you're still carrying? What is it? Maybe people forgive you and you're still dwelling in those things. Um, Sometimes, Ken, and you get to sit with people and you hear them talking about, and trauma is real, and childhood, adverse childhood is real, but you can hear they're still stuck in that world, Mm -hmm. right? We can talk about it. But it's how we talk about what we did with it, what where we are now. Are we still talking about it? Like the cause and the reason why I am who I am, you know, all that. So uh, let's strive to give ourselves the grace that we need, that we, that we deserve. We deserve. Right. In the word is deserve. We yeah, deserve we deserve. Yeah. Let's 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 strive to give ourselves that grace. Mm-hmm. Let's not use self grace to excuse bad behavior and habits. Mm-hmm. Let's not use uh, self grace to justify bad yeah. behaviors but use it wisely to help us not to be stuck in this heavy burden yeah. that was wearing down on us. Yeah, and just to add to self-grace um, <coughs> allows you to to have a deep understanding of yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you give yourself self, when you give yourself grace, you know, you are in touch with your emotions, you are in touch with your feelings, you are in touch with your surroundings. And um, ultimately, that gives you inner peace, mm-hmm. uh, gives you a balance of life, mm-hmm. and it gives you some of the tools that you need to you know, be a better version of yourself. So take time to, to tell yourself that you deserve uh, the good things, the finer things in life. You deserve love. You deserve compassion. And translate that into you know, self-grace and as we close down, there's an author here who puts it very well. She says, do unto yourself as you do unto others. You know, many times we treat others better than we treat ourselves. Of course, we're seeking that outside affirmation. Mm-hmm. We're seeking that side outside approval. We're seeking that. But in other words, she's saying practice self-compassion, have having understanding, acceptance, and forgiveness of yourself. This looks, this looks like being realistic, flexible, honest about your bandwidth, your energy, and your interest. Mm-hmm. Am I interested in this thing or am I going because people are going? Mm-hmm. Do I have the energy to do this or am I doing because other people are doing? Do I have the bandwidth to help you the next thing or am I doing it because I don't want to say no and make you feel bad? Am I 
being flexible enough or am I pretending just to be here so that I or am I just holding my you know line not being flexible you know am I being realistic or am I being unrealistic so so these are some of the the verbs the that we should look for when we're thinking about self grace and thinking through and processing that um so she gives four points one say no to perfection mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that perfection is a bad thing but when it starts affecting yours number two give yourself credit and a reward but give a pat in your back yeah. you know number three press mute on negative self talks you mentioned that yeah. earlier on and then lastly says say no to some things uh, so some couple practical steps that people can walk away with yeah that's we, it how if you we yeah. have spoken we are serious we sound serious because oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> give yourself I'm grace used, i'm used to us yes. laughing and joking and everything <laughs> uh, but um mm. uh, just parting shots as we close uh, Kenan, can you close us out uh no i think we you you you, you wrapped it up well i think um make make it practical listen to this go back you know lose those four tools or there's many other tools uh, find that 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 thing that works for you but ultimately remember you deserve the best and finer things in life and find that inner peace yep what is the verse that you said it's in Romans 5 mm-hmm. what uh, is it where sin abounded grace abounds, abounds even more may that be our mantra know that where sin abounds grace abounds even yeah. more god's desire is to restore you he sees your pain he understands your unforgiveness he sees that and he desires to set you free so we invite you all guys to do an introspect retrospect yes. think of yourself meditate and uh, hopefully you can find ways to get out of the cycle of uh, feeling bad that you might be stuck in that has been our time fast podcast in the year 2023 all right here all we right. come for many more all right thank you thank you for listening to this episode of the amazing truth podcast we hope you were blessed as you listened don't forget to share like and subscribe god bless you and see you on the next one